0: Oh my gosh the lost library book we have done that before huh we had the library book here and i found it after we moved and it had been three months and i think we're only supposed to have it for like 30 days no, only two weeks, two weeks? Really? really two weeks oh i thought it was a month Potter. oh yeah pov terry potter they're like, you have actually one and a half weeks because this is a popular book. And then you're like, cool. It's gonna be late. Well, when I went to go return it, I was like, hi, I have this book. I didn't realize we still had it. I'm so sorry. Can we pay our late fee? And she was like, oh, as soon as you return it, the late fee will go away. And I was like, okay. well, I, I was like, oh, cool. And then I like gave it to her and then we, I left and I was like, maybe she doesn't know how late this is. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we might have. Well, I, I, we had already left, and I was like thinking, like, I wonder if she doesn't know how late it actually is. I mean, I know when you look at us, we look responsible, but apparently we're not. (laughs) So, I don't know. Yeah. No. Uh. We're not. Oh my gosh. Well, you know what? When you move, the library books are the first things to get lost, huh? And you know what? You missed last night for dessert. You fell asleep, but um Ongron's dad picked apples from the apple tree oh apple pie yes oh you don't like it okay well it was actually good it was actually an apple tart but i sorry. don't like anything like apple no no apple, apple desserts apple pie. yeah yeah i don't like any pies actually i also had like five pieces of those chocolate that he brought i'm like dang it get th-. i told on i was like get get this away from me i can't stop no get 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 this away from me and get get, get more yeah okay one more okay Alright, Heidi oh Heckelbeck and the Lost to France, Library Book. He has to tell you where he what? When we moved to France, he has to tell you where he got them. I know, right? Okay. Heidi Heckelbeck and the Lost Library book. Well, hopefully magic helps her find her book because let's be I honest. Always I know always like no. no, no. I wanna be a magical witch. If you have ma- if I'm a witch No, no you're gonna have to let me. No. It's either that or I'm gonna uh do you spell me give you that, of I wonder. I mean, I, mean um, nothing. I wonder if it's like rich kids where the parents say, "No, you have to earn everything. I'm not just giving it to you." Because, like, if witch kids just grow up to be witches, maybe they'll be brats. You know what I mean? Lazy brats, and they'll never have to do anything. That's true. I wouldn't. <laughs> if I grew up being a witch, I'd be like, Ugh. toothbrush, brush my teeth for me. <laughs> wouldn't you? You have to say you would do stuff like that. I would honestly. Be like toothbrush bring a sink for me and uh because like in the morning it's hard to get up yeah how come you're uh hanging up your pajamas because? okay hey, uh Are peyton's you? a bouge peyton's bougie her pajamas get hung up okay don't all pajamas get up no i put my pajamas in my in a drawer because they're like not you know but i mean it doesn't matter if like, you going to hang your pajamas hang your pajamas girl more power to you. All right, chapter 1. I spy fun. Surprise, surprise. Aunt Trudy had a big had a big surprise for Heidi and Henry Heckleback. She was taking them to the Brewster Library for their own reading party celebration. Mm-hmm. There was going to be authors, illustrators, and more at the party and Heidi could not wait. Hop in. Aunt, Aunt cried aunt trudy as she opened the car door but both heidi and henry scrambled to the back of the seat and buckled their seat belts heidi laid her shoulder bag on her lap like she uh, on her lap she liked to take the bag on a special outing it made her feel very grown up henry had a bag of his own too and his his spy bag it had a magnifying glass a notebook and a pen inside Heidi glared at her brother and said oh no you're not a spy are you Henry held up his magnifying glass and winked at his sister I'm always in spy mode Heidi rolled her eyes well I'm in spy mode too Aunt Trudy said as she pulled out of the driveway and right now I spy your mom waving goodbye Aunt Trudy waved at mom Henry did too Heidi sighed and looked out the window. She spied two squirrels playing tag, but she kept that information to herself. wonder why. She didn't want anyone to know that she was secretly playing. Uh, that she was playing spy. I spy a golden doodle puppy, Henry shouted. Heidi spied that puppy too. It was so cute, but she pretended not to notice. I spy a fire engine, he- cried Henry. There was a fire engine behind them. Heidi spied her aunt's Spied, her aunt. Oh wait, spied her aunt. Wait, Heidi spied her aunt. Glance at the rearview mirror. That doesn't make sense. Heidi spied her aunt. Glance at the rearview mirror. Okay, to me that doesn't make sense. So that's okay. Luckily, sirens were not on, and the fire engine turned down another street. By now, Henry's spy game had kicked into high gear. He spied one thing after another i spy a plane i spy a cell phone tower i spy a lady putting on lipstick i spy two girls eating ice cream heidi had to cover her ears for the rest of the ride finally they turned into the library parking lot and heidi smiled at least henry will have to whisper in the library she thought phew Uh, because she was like annoyed because he was like i spy i spy i spy (laughs) you don't know what that's like to have an annoying little sibling huh oh cuz you have cousins and stuff that's true that's true chapter 2 a special card i spy a parking place henry cried it was the very last space open good work praised aunt trudy switching her switching on her blinker looks like a big turnout for the reading party and to sign up for library cards heidi suddenly sat up straight library cards may i get one aunt trudy patted some papers on the seat beside her well i already brought some signed forms so you both can get library cards heidi squealed i've always wanted my very own library card she said i can't wait to put it in my wallet for safekeeping and i'll carry mine in a spy belt henry added Henry and Heidi raced each other up the steps of the library. Inside the entrance stood two balloon towers, swirled with blue, green, and purple balloons. Heidi and Henry walked past the towers and were greeted by a librarian. You okay. Oh, she just bumped her knees, you guys. Ouchies. Good morning," said the librarian, who wore a silks who wore a silk scarf. How many? Oh, how may I help? Henry hopped up and down. I want to go to the kids' section, he cried. The librarian laughed. I can take you there myself if it's okay with your with your Aunt Trudy. Henry looked at his aunt, who nodded. How did she know her name? That's what I'm wondering. <gasps> Shh! Witch! Witch! She's a witch! <laughs> it's going to be like we're just going to start thinking everybody's a witch, right? Yeah. Next thing you know, we're going to think... Uh... Her uncle's a witch. I know. I don't think she has an uncle. Yeah. That sounds wonderful, Mary, Aunt Trudy said. Hen- oh, she knew her name, too, so I guess she goes there a lot, maybe. Yeah. Henry, stay stay in the children's section, and I'll meet you there shortly. The librarian took Henry by the hand, and off they went. Aunt Trudy's a witch. <gasps> witch, witch, she's a witch. You already know that, though. Yeah. The librarian took Henry by the hand, and off they went. Heidi turned to her aunt. "'Wow, you know the librarian?' Her aunt winked. "'I know all the librarians,' she said. "'I'm a bit of a book wizard.' Heidi checked to see if anyone was listening. Then she whispered, "'You're not a wizard, you're a witch.' Aunt Trudy cackled jokingly and linked elbows with Heidi. Together, they skipped over to the line for library cards. After a short wait, it was their turn. "'Hello, Trudy,' said Miss Egley, the head librarian.' how good to see you and who have you brought today heidi was admiring miss egly's necklace it had an old key hanging from it heidi thought it looked like it looked magical oh my gosh is this a witch's library that'd be cool Hi. my name is heidi she said with a smile and i'm here to get my first library card aunt trudy placed the papers on the desk and mrs Ugly entered the information into the computer Heidi happened to notice a mysterious smile sweep over Mrs. Ugly's face as she read the information. Miss Ugly exchanged a knowing glance with Aunt Trudy. "Hmm, I thought, hmm, thought Heidi, I wonder what that was all about." Heidi watched the head librarian closely. She saw her pull two two library cards from the desk. One for her hand, one for her, and one for her brother. It's my pleasure to give you the very first your very first library card Mrs. Ugly Mrs. Ugly said as she handed ugly. It uh, Ugly I know it sounds like ugly. Ugly, ugly as she handed it to Heidi The card was black with a gold lion on it When Mrs. Ugly took the card from around her neck and opened another drawer to pull out a different card she smiled at Heidi and now Mrs. Ugly went on with even greater pleasure, I present to you with a second library card. A card we only share with very special members of the library community. Chapter 3, The Moving Wall. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Okay, thank you. close I don't. Yep, perfect. Chapter 3, The Moving Wall. Heidi had one word for her library card bedazzling when she tipped the library the golden card one way it shimmered when she tipped it another way the rainbow sparkles fluttered from the card and twinkled in the air reading is magic Brewster's bewitched books oh cool yep she's a witch we knew it we knew it we knew it across the front of the card In glowing letters were the words reading is magic and underneath it read Brewster's bewitched books Heidi never thought it would be so cool to get a library card thank you this is amazing Heidi said but why do I get two cards I can answer that Aunt Trudy said just walk this way Heidi nodded and blindly followed her aunt towards the children's section she couldn't help staring at this new sparkly card as they walked When she finally looked up, Heidi realized that they were nowhere near the children's section. Her aunt had gone the wrong way. The children's section is the other way, Heidi said, but for some reason, Aunt Trudy just kept walking the wrong way. We're not going to the children's section yet, her aunt said. First, I want to share something with you. Heidi could not imagine what her aunt Trudy wanted to share at the library, except of course for books. And Heidi really loved books. Aunt Trudy's shoes click-clocked on the long, glossy, tiled hallway. Heidi picked up her pace to keep up with her. Aunt Trudy turned left at the water fountain and then stopped in front of an oil painting. It was a portrait of an old librarian dressed up like a wizard. Now it was Aunt Trudy's turn to act like a spy. She looked over both of her shoulders to make sure they were alone. Okay, Heidi, I want you to hold your shimmering library card in front of this painting, her aunt directed. Heidi raised her eyebrows. You want me to do what? Aunt Trudy nudged her forward, just give it a try. Heidi slowly raised her card at the painting. As soon as she did, she heard a clump so, that, so loud that she jumped at the sound. The clicking of metal gears became a whirl and the entire wall with the painting began to shake and opened. It was a hidden door. What is this? Gasped Heidi. It's your future, her aunt said matter-of-factly. Then Aunt Trudy stepped through the opening and motioned for Heidi to follow in a flash. Aunt Trudy was gone. Now it was Heidi's turn without thinking twice. She jumped into the opening and re- and the revolving wall slammed shut behind her. Chapter Four: The Magical Library welcome to the magical library aunt Trudy! aunt trudy cheered she was waiting on the other side of the wall heidi's mouth dropped open the magical library she could hardly believe her eyes oh look at this place peyton that is so cool it looks like a kind of reminds me of like one of the playhouse areas that was on like the disney cruise do you remember what that looked like no, no she was too little Heidi had never seen anything like this before. The bookshelves stretched from floor to ceiling. The ceiling wasn't really a ceiling. It was like a night sky with twinkling stars. This is one of the only libraries, this is one of the only magical libraries in the world, her aunt told her, and now you're a member. Heidi gaped at an enormous tree that stood in the middle of the room. a a swirly staircase wrapped around the trunk each step that had a bookshelf underneath the trunk had also had a wooden door i wonder if gnomes live inside heidi thought well Aunt trudy said don't just stand there go look around heidi stepped deeper into the library and saw a gigantic globe of a magical world spinning gently on its axis Oh, um, access, access! Sorry, you guys. As she n- and she never knew that there were so many magical places on Earth in the distance. Heidi spied a life-sized gingerbread cottage. In fact, everywhere she turned, she met was met with an amazing thing one after another. There was a full-scale dragon statue, a swarm of floating books, and a grandfather clock with a door that probably led into another time and place. She even saw study desks with feather quills and some of the quills were writing all by themselves and the entire magical library sparkled with white tiny lights. Am I dreaming Heidi asked Aunt Trudy shook her head. Nope she said this is all real and I've been waiting until you were old enough to bring you here. Brewster has the richest magical history library in the world. Heidi listened as she watched the books magically As she watched books magically shelve themselves, one book nudged off of a shelf and floated across the room towards Heidi. She held out her hands and caught a book in her palms. Wow, do all the books here do that, she asked. In the magical library, the books often choose you instead of the other way around, Aunt Trudy explained. Heidi studied the book's cover, which had a picture of a dragon, a unicorn, and a serpent on it, the history of magical creatures. It was called The History of Magical Creatures. Wow, <laughs> this looks like my kind of book, Heidi said. May I please check it out? Of course you can, Aunt Trudy whispered. But first, we need to find your brother. He's probably collected a stack of books as high as the Empire Building, Empire State Building. Heidi didn't want to leave, but she also knew Aunt Trudy was right. Henry loved books, sometimes a little too much. Okay, Heidi mumbled. Aunt Trudy put down her, put her arm around Heidi. Don't worry, we can come back whenever you'd like, but you have to promise me one thing. Heidi nodded and listened closely. The magical library must remain a secret, Aunt Trudy told her. Promise that you won't tell anyone. Heidi crossed her heart and said, I promise. They left through the secret wall and found Henry. Her see the card. Well, she could she just say she, her and did it for her, you know. Um, they left through the secret wall and found Henry in the children's section. He was sitting on top of a pillow reading a book called How to Be a Pirate. He had a little wall built of books around himself. When he saw his family, he waved and asked, Can I get all of these? Heidi and Aunt Trudy both laughed. You may choose ten books to take home," Aunt Trudy said, "but only if you can keep track of all of them." Henry promised that he wouldn't lose a single book, but Heidi wasn't so sure. Chapter five, First things first. After reading after the reading party, Heidi couldn't wait to drive to the history of magical read the history oh couldn't wait to dive into the history of magical creatures. in the moment she the moment she got home, Henry wanted to what read. Probably she gets car sick, or maybe she's talking to her aunt Trudy. Um, Henry wanted to read his books too, but it was Sunday, and they had to do their homework and chores first. Hmm. Heidi got right to work. For math, she wrote fractions for the missing slices of pizza in a pizza. For spelling, she thought of five words that begin with the letter B: bagel, baby, bake, ball, and banjo. Then she cleaned her room and emptied the upstairs waste baskets. When she finished, Heidi ran downstairs to the kitchen and Henry raced after her. Done, she announced to mom and aunt Trudy who were making hamburger patties. May we read our new library books now? Mom washed her hands and dried them on a towel and then she pulled out a bag of chocolate sandwich cookies. I have one more task to ask of you. Would you help your aunt Trudy make a peanut butter ice cream pie for dessert? Heidi and Henry loved ice cream pie. Maybe the library books could wait a teeny bit longer. Sure, they agreed. Henry shook the cookies into the food processor. Heidi poured melted butter on top and then she ground the cookies into crumbs. They took turns patting the cookie crumbs into the pie pan. After they baked, they cooled the crust. Heidi spread the peanut butter peanut butter ice cream on top. She zigzagged chocolate over chocolate topping over the ice cream and Henry did the same thing with the peanut butter topping. Finally after dinner and dessert Heidi crawled into bed with her book. She propped up on her pillow and flipped through the pages. She began with the history of unicorns. The mythical and magical unicorn was first discovered in the ancient Lucas' cave in France about 15,000 years ago. Everything goes back to France. <laughs> Next, she read about dragons and mermaids, yetis, dr- griffins, and some creatures she'd never heard of before, like shimmerfish, rainbow rhinos, and dream spirit sprites, and something called a book eater. Yeah. Soon Heidi's lids grew very heavy. She lay. She laid her magical book on the quilt beside her, and she fell asleep fast. In her dreams, she rode a, rode through a meadow of a, a rainbow flowers on a unicorn. Pretty. Come on, let's change the page, little bookie book. Chapter six. Doodle day. Heidi, Mom called. I thought you were awake. The bus is going to be here any minute. Heidi leapt out of bed and brushed her teeth and got dressed. Then she raced downstairs. Mom had already had her backpack and granola bar ready. Heidi grabbed them and flew out the door. She ran all the way to the bus and plopped onto the seat next to her brother. The bus driver bless you. The bus driver just waited waited just for you, Henry said. Thank goodness, Heidi said, as she started to catch her breath. Heidi realized that she had forgotten her History of Magical Creatures book at home. Ah, oh, rats! I could have read it during free time, she thought. If Heidi had it her way, she would have read her new library book all day long. Does she have a book of <laughs> Not with her, no. The school day dragged. In math, nobody seemed to understand fractions. Miss Welly had to explain everything. Heidi got bored and pulled out her notebook and doodled a dragon, just like the one from her book during reading during reading class during reading the class took turns reading out loud the story was about two pigs who were best friends heidi doodled a pig with wings in her notebook she pretty much doodled magical animals all day long she even made a yeti a yeti with paper plate and some cotton balls in art class when heidi got home she charged upstairs where she had left her book but it wasn't on her bed she pulled back the covers but it wasn't there either. That's weird. I know he fell asleep with it right beside me. She thought maybe it fell off of off of or behind my bed. Heidi got to her hands and knees to peer under the bed. The book wasn't there. Next she searched her entire room but the history of magical creatures was nowhere to be found. There's only one last place to look. Heidi had a good idea where the book had gone. She marched straight into her brother's room and said, The joke's over, Henry, give me back my book. Henry was sitting on the floor reading. He looked at his sister. I didn't take it, I've already got too many books on my own to read. Heidi stormed out of Henry's room and went downstairs to Mom's office. Have you seen my library book? she asked. Mom looked up from her desk. No, I've been working all day. Hmm, Heidi said. I don't Do- say no. Yeah. Uh, Do you think dad has it? Mom gave her a silly look. Now, why would your dad take your library book? I don't know, but it's gone, said Heidi, and I couldn't have walked away. It couldn't have walked away by itself. This made mom laugh. (laughs) Well, I can help you look for it after I finish my report. Okay, said Heidi. I'll just have to look a little harder. Chapter seven. Book Napper's My book is not lost, Heidi declared, as she climbed down from the treehouse. She was in an all-out search. She checked the treehouse. She checked the bushes. She checked mom and dad's car. She went back to her room and stripped the quilt off of her bed and shook it out. She flapped her blankets this way and that. She even yanked the sheets off of her bed, but there was no sign of the book. Heidi still didn't give up. She checked behind the nightstand, her dresser, her desk, and she looked all through her clothes, but the book was nowhere to be found. What if I really did lose my library books? She wondered. I will. Will I have to pay a fine? Will I be allowed to practice magic anymore? Will I go to witch detention? Heidi's as Heidi's imagination ran wild. She noticed something else was missing from her bookshelves. My books cried. Heidi cried. They're all gone. Heidi ran to her bookshelf and patted the empty spaces. Then she heard a strange flutter above her head. She was about to look up when her mother called from downstairs Heidi, I need help. Heidi walked down to the kitchen and come on, she didn't check. I know, she didn't look up really quickly. And found Mom searching through the cabinets. What's up, Heidi asked? Is my book it's my cookbook? she declared. I left it right here on the bookstand to make dinner, but it's disappeared. Heidi's eyes grew wide. That's weird, she said. I'm missing my books too. Then Dad burst into the kitchen from the basement big trouble everyone my secret soda notebook is gone he cried heidi heidi and and right right. heidi and mom exchanged a glance but before they could say anything there was a heart-stopping scream from upstairs mom dad and heidi raced to henry's room to see what was the matter henry stood in a pile of toys clothes and trash from an overturned wastebasket my library books are missing he said to them. He was just reading them. I know. Maybe you... he went he like had to take a potty break and came back and they were gone. Mom put her hand over her heart. Is that all? She said you scared us. Henry stared at his mother hopelessly. We'll but you don't understand I lost all ten books. Aunt Trudy is never gonna take me to the library again. Mom and Dad both shook their heads. They must be here somewhere, Dad said. Let's see if we can help you find them and let's tidy up while we're in here, mom added. Heidi watched her family as they began to clean her brother's room. For one thing, mom and dad never helped him clean her clean her room. And for another, something really weird was going on. How could the whole family be missing books at the same time? Then a funny feeling swept over Heidi. This must be magic, she thought, and I have a hunch who or what might be stealing our books. The book eater, Mm-hmm. Remember there's a one called the book eater oh, yeah. in her book. Chapter 8, Bibbity Boppity Boodily Bar. Oh. Okay. <gasps> no, her spells of book is going to be gone. <clears throat> oh, I hope not. No, way. that can't happen. No way. Um, Heidi ran into her room and pulled out her doodle notebook. She flipped through her doodles of magical creatures and found one that she, I don't know. And found one that she had drawn out of a flying book. Underneath she had written the name Book Eater. Yep. The history of of magical creatures had explained that book eaters were invisible creatures that loved stories and gobbled books up. Oh, no, gasped Heidi. I thought gobbled up meant that they read books. But what if book eaters actually eat the books? I've got to stop this right away. Okay, let's see here. But how could she find a book eater? They were invisible, after all, unless she chose—unless they chose to show themselves. Hmm. If magic is the problem, Heidi thought, maybe magic is the answer, too. I'll grab my... Uh-oh. Suddenly, she was struck with a horrible thought. What if the book eater ate my book of spells? Maybe that's the book that they're not allowed to eat, because it's, like, connected to the person. Remember the mom said that each person has their own, because it's, like, for them, special. Heidi ran under her bed and pulled the dust ruffle, off, ruffle up and peered underneath her spell book was still there. She grabbed the book and hugged it like a long lost friend. Then she searched for a spell that would allow her to see the book eater. Come out, come out wherever you are. Do you have a mouse in your house? Or perhaps you have a chipmunk hiding under your washing machine? Or could it be that you have an invisible creature on your midst? If you need a critter to show show its rascally little face, then this is a spell for you. Ingredients, one bottle of honey, one handful of rainbow sprinkles, one bath towel, one object that the creature desires most. Lay the bath towel on the floor and place the objects on the towel. Squeeze a circle of honey around the object. Scatter a rainbow sprinkles on top. Then hold your medallion over your hand and place place your hand on top of the object. and chant the following spell bippity-boppity-bootily-bar. Come out, come out, wherever you are. (laughs) Heidi collected all of the ingredients and laid the towel on the floor. She placed the book of spells on the towel and squeezed a circle of honey around it. When she scattered the rainbow sprinkles on top of it, she grabbed her medallion and cast the spell. Poof! A cloud of mist rose from the circle, and she couldn't see one single thing. (sighs) Chapter 9, The Book Thief. Heidi waved the mist away and gasped. A creature stood before her. It was about three feet tall with large, round blue eyes and a pointy nose. His ears stuck out of his head with two short, fuzzy stems at at the tops and flopped over like puppy ears. Here you go. Here's what it looks like. (laughs) It was the book eater! The creature reached for Heidi's book of spells, but something pushed his hand back. Heidi realized her spell had created a magical force around her book. That's the one that you cannot have, Heidi said fiercely. The book eater pulled his hands close to his body. Heidi frowned. What do you think you're doing? I want that book, the book eater confessed. Magic books make me feel most at home. They have yummy words and old pages that smell like dust and knowledge. And this place is not like my home. Heidi folded her arms. That's because it's my home, she said, and you can't keep stealing books. The book eater suddenly looked very sad. I miss my home, he said. Heidi's face lit up as she had a new idea that could solve everyone's problems. Maybe I can help you get back to your home, she suggested. What exactly does your home look like? The book eater held his arms wide, held his arms wide. My home is big and full of magical books and it's the most wonderful place ever. Oh, I miss it so much. Heidi clapped her hands. Aha! You must live in the magical library, she said. But how did you get up here? The book eater pulled the, pulled the history of the magical creatures out of thin air. My library book, he yelped. The book eater nodded. I was napping inside of it. When I woke up, I was here. Heidi held out her hand, and the book eater handed her the library book back. He hugged it the same way that she hugged her book of spells. How did you get inside this book? The book eater showed Heidi how he got into the book. He pulled the book open of fairy tales, one of Heidi's from her backpack, and opened it. Swoosh! He jumped in the pages and disappeared. And then he jumped back out. Book eaters are made to live inside of a book, he said. With a sm- with a little smile, He was it, Heidi was beginning to like that little book thief. And he didn't seem like such a bad creature after all. She decided to properly introduce herself. By the way, my name is Heidi, she said. The book eater smiled and smiled wider. My name is Ink Spot, but my friends call me Inkster. Heidi sat down. (laughs) Heidi set her library book down. Well, it's nice to meet you, Inkster. Maybe we can help each other. If you return my family's books, then I'll take you back to the magical library. Inkster's eyes brightened. Really? I'd like that very much. Heidi and Inkster shook on it. Chapter 10. Book return, Inkster was only invisible to Heidi thanks to his magic. The book eater was used to being invisible, and he liked it that way. I'll check on my family. Will you put? Will you put my books back? She said, and Inkster agreed with a nod. Heidi tiptoed across the hall and peeked into Henry's room. Mom, Dad, and Henry were still busy looking for lost books. The coast is clear, Heidi told new, her new told her new friend. Inkster quickly threw Heidi's books into the air, and they flew back to the shelves. Oh, bless you! Back to the shelves. Then Inkster flo- uh, floated downstairs to place Mom, Mom's cookbooks on the bookstand and returned Dad's secret soda notebook to the basement library laboratory. I mean, oh my gosh! Imagine he read it. I know that's funny. What about Henry's books? Heidi whispered when the book eater came back. How can we return them without him knowing? Inkster gave a little snicker. Oh, they won't be able to see me at all if you distract if you distract them. Heidi gave him the thumbs up. Thumbs up. Okay, but be careful. She took a deep breath and walked away casually into Henry's room. So, did you find your books yet? Heidi asked, if she, as if she didn't know. Henry shook his head, head sadly. I found this gum that was stuck under my bed, but no one, but not one book. Okay, if there was gum stuck under your bed, it means you put it there. Yeah. You're grounded. Just kidding. Ew," said Heidi. "Well, maybe, maybe I can help. I mean, I just found Mom and Dad's lost book downstairs." "You did," Heidi's parents said out loud at the same time. They both gave her a hug. "Yeah," cried Heidi as Henry, as he closed his eyes. "This is a no-hugging sister area." (laughs) Now Heidi thought, and now thought heidi and inkster darted into the room and left henry's books on his desk okay okay said mom as if she let go of heidi as she let go of heidi i always forget about that no hugging role henry heidi used the moment to wander over to henry's desk um are these your books behind your desk heidi ran over and counted counted his books i can't believe it they're all here henry gave his sister the biggest hug "'Hey, what about your rule, Henry?' asked Dad. "'Some rules are made to be broken,' he said, and everyone laughed. "'The rest of the week went by fast. "'Heidi left lots of book for Inkster while she was in school, "'and Inkster helped her finish her book report about Wales. "'Finally, on Sunday, Heidi and Aunt Trudy and Inkster "'returned to the magical library.'" "'Thanks for bringing me,' Inkster said. "'Now, do you want to see the most secret part of the library?' Heidi smiled slyly. I thought you'd never ask. Oh, that's it. We don't get to see it. I get it because we're not witches. All right. Cute book. Cute, cute.